0: Sydney and I don't want to hear any shit about my love of Hallmark movies today. Do you got it? I'm looking directly at you. Damn. I'm looking directly <laughs> at you.
1: Damn. I can make no such promises. <laughs> I don't want to It's not hear even December at shit. the time of recording <laughs> so my grace period hasn't started.
0: My aunt and I have already started watching them.
1: Oh my god. The
0: week after Christmas or Halloween we already started watching them because immaculate. They are the trashy ones though I'll say. Uh, the ones that are like earlier in the year are bad
1: but i don't want to hear any shit today i can't make any promises my name's maya and welcome to our podcast <laughs> canonically incorrect Woo! and Woo! thank you uh
0: for being here thank you for joining us on our fan yeah. fiction podcast yeah. about fan fiction and fandom and fanliness and everything. any
1: anything and everything anything
0: and everything um the good the bad and the ugly <laughs> <other. laughs> sure. we have a lot of new followers after oh my our God. um amazing month of november dude so, november
1: like, was really good for hello, us hello
0: thank you this yeah, is our thanks. fan fiction podcast but you knew that already but like welcome thank you <laughs> thank you thank you um how was your thanksgiving buddy it was okay yeah yeah i mean it's just turkey day we had a small thanksgiving like yeah, yeah
1: we did too a lot of my um some of my family members had to work mm-hmm. so we didn't meet up with a bunch of family we just did our little household yeah. and ate turkey and mm-hmm. stuffing and Mashed potatoes. (laughs) My mom makes scalped potatoes. So, like, oh, yeah, that's
0: nice. But, like, I am dying today. Like, if. Like, on the record, if anybody has, like, not already figured this out already, like, we record our episodes, like, in a advance, week, yeah. like, a week in advance, so we're recording this on the day of Black Friday, and I woke up at 4.30 today,
1: Jesus. because
0: my sister is a Squishmallow uh, yeah. fiend, and there was a drop at Big Five today, which oh had Ronnie God. the cow, which is, like, a really popular one, I guess. I'm not, like, into it, like, I basically just go when my sister is, like we're going to a big five today. And I'm like, okay, cool. So she wanted to be there really early. So she hauled her boyfriend out of our house at, like, four. And then my mom and I met her at, like, five. And we were there for literal hours. And there was such a long fucking line. And I was freezing my ass off. And I was like, why am I here? I want to be in my bed. But then we went to, like, all the other stores. And I'm just (laughs) so tired.
1: Nice. (laughs) I, um, last night, me... And one of my friends went to her like childhood home, mm-hmm. which was like out in the boonies, oh, sick. like out in the middle of nowhere, kind of. But it was really nice because there was no like light pollution. Oh, so nice. we, we went stargazing and it was really fun. Um, And then I met like her quote unquote grandpa. He was like this old cowboy. Sick. He was so sick. sweet. He was so cool. Um. And then we stayed up pretty late and played Genshin. Fuck yeah, you did. (laughs) And I've been playing um, Inscription, for those Mm -hmm. of you that know what that is. Mark's been playing it on his channel, Markiplier. Nice. Um, Very good game. Honestly, uh, if you can, don't look up anything about the game. Oh, okay. Just buy it and play it. Fuck yeah. It takes about 12 hours to play. Sick. It's a turn-based card game. Um, It's very fun. I would say do that. I would say, yeah. But I
0: bought Breath of the Wild. <laughs> <gasps> that is my favorite
1: game of all time, that not, and Skyrim. Because
0: I was not going to pay like sixty dollars. Oh my god! But it was like half off for Black Friday, so oh I my bought god! it. It's my favorite game.
1: <laughs> I I literally have over three hundred hours in that game. Nice. Literally, literally <laughs> have over three hundred hours in that game. I fucking love that game. I I'm so excited for the second one, which yeah. should be coming out hopefully within the next couple months. Here, nice. Oh, I love that game. Yeah. Link. <laughs> Lonk Yeah. No,
0: I love Black Friday for this, like, specific thing where you're walking around Target and you're like, "Huh, Breath of the Wild half off.
1: Might as well. Right. Yeah. Might as well. <laughs> oh my god. I fucking... Uh, Skyrim and that are, like, my favorite games mm-hmm. of all time. My dad recently has started playing Skyrim. Yeah. It's been the hardest thing to watch because he doesn't <laughs> <laughs> you know how to play video games you know he does the old man thing where he looks down at the yes, ground yes, and like they yes, move around yes, and it's like yes, you're missing everything yes. stop <laughs> yes.
0: look up look at <laughs> your look surroundings up. i know
1: and we, we've gotten him to play breath of the wild too a little bit i love that mm-hmm. game that game is so much fun i new game plus that game nice. quite quite a few times but i you're going to love that game. Okay. That game is so much fun. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited for you. Thank
0: you so much. That game is
1: such a trip.
0: Okay. I love it. Before I get into the little fandom news that I have, that it's Ooh. kind of old, but we have it recorded in like two weeks. So yeah. like, sorry, girly. <laughs> um, I have to thank our donor. So we had a donor. um, Momo, thank you so thank much. You, thank and thank you for the sweet little note you yeah. left us. Um,
1: I cry every time <laughs> Sydney tells me that we get a donor.
0: I like text her and I'm like, <laughs> i know and i always said heart. like hearts and
1: sparkles i'm like oh my god <laughs> i legit i legit will start yeah. crying like yeah. it's not even funny. especially
0: when they leave like cute little yeah. notes and oh you're just god. like oh my god and i'm pretty sure um she they i don't know your pronouns i'm so sorry um sent us a fan fiction recommendation too which is the my, mm-hmm. my hero
1: one Nah, nice. yeah <laughs> i know school's about to end for me mm-hmm. like i have one more week of classes and then i have finals but yeah. i don't have that many, uh, very many finals mm-hmm. which is nice um, yeah, I plan on any f- fic recs that we've gotten, yes. and especially from, uh, guests that we've had uh-huh. on the show, I've kind of been compiling a list, and I'm just gonna blast Fuck through yeah, quite dude. a few of them this winter break, which I'm very excited nice, for, because nice. I've, Baba has been on my list for, for so year. Long, for almost a year, <laughs> a year, and I'm so excited <laughs> to finally read it, it's just like, I've been reading for the show, yes. and I have, like, I haven't even been writing all that much, which I know. I need, to, I need to give I need to talk about Shit. It. <laughs> <laughs> don't get back to even fucking... Like I posted one thing yeah. on October thirty first.
0: Mm-hmm. It, it's been a long Listen, time. Listen, my that. house is a mess. My life is well, a mess. You're going through <laughs> yeah. some
1: stuff. Whereas me is just like, mm, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm gonna go play Kenshin. You know what? The Animal Crossing update came out. <laughs> Animal Crossing. Yeah. Yeah. I just have I restarted my island. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. God.
0: The floor is so far away now.
1: Yeah. I I restarted my island. Yes. And I, like, had some ideas of what to do. Everything is where I want it to be. Uh-huh. It's just now I have to grind to make it look pretty. <laughs> and I really, I just kind of stopped and I went back to Genshin because I was like, <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> That's fair. I'm tired. I don't want to do turnip exchange again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm taking a small little break from Animal Crossing and then I've been doing other things. Nice, but. nice. Hopefully my writing spirit will kick back in in the next week or so here because I really need to put out another chapter of my long run. I feel
0: like the holiday season is always hard for, like, just doing anything because you just want to, like, relax and, like, hang out. Yeah.
1: Especially since I'm going to be taking 21 credit hours next semester. Like, I'm not going to... And I have to give a solo recital Mm -hmm. for my music degree. Um i not excited. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be fine. So this year, this year? The, it's something a little exciting. Both of us have watched Jacksepticeye for quite a while. I think
0: you uh I mean it for like here and there. Here and there. Yeah. Like I've
1: never like consistently, yeah. but if I see something that intrigues me, yeah, I'll sure, watch sure, it. Sure, whatever. Sure. Um I love
0: okay, Animal Crossing, his Animal
1: Crossing. It scene, was like... so good. <laughs> it, was, oh my God. it was really good. <laughs> I watched any episode or anything that him, Mark, Bob and Wade sure, play. Yeah. I like that yeah. group of friends a lot. Um, this year, he's running a Thank mm-hmm. campaign. It's a charity for the new story. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. New story where they build homes for families in need, that kind of stuff. So we decided this year we're going to be participating. Mm-hmm. Woo! Just a little something kind of fun. We're going to do um, the donation runs from December 1st to December 13th. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be running some streams. Yeah we're still kind of figuring out what those are going to be since you have some life stuff going on and i gotta finish um school but as soon as we're both settled in (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna be doing some streams i think we're gonna be doing some cooking streams we might do some video games stuff Mm -hmm. but we'll be tweeting out about that we'll be posting tumblr we'll be posting links it Mm -hmm. will be on our twitch channel which we've recently got again we're (laughs) We're still kind of figuring out the logistics but keep an eye out for that we hopefully can at least donate a little bit of money, at least you know. do some good, especially since it's the Christmas season mm-hmm. and that's what it's all about, that's baby. What it's all about. So yeah, just, just keep an eye out for that yeah. kind of stuff. And like happening. we are
0: pretty small still.
1: But yeah, we have grown no
0: in a way that has befuddled and astounded us. We both. are
1: <laughs> I think it's crazy <laughs> like, what we've done in a year.
0: Like truly <laughs> when I talk to Maya about this and it's just like sorry I thought we'd have like twenty yeah, With
1: 50? B- yeah, by the end <laughs> of the year. Maybe 100. <laughs> Maybe, by the end of the year. Yeah. So, the growth has been exponential. So, we've
0: had some really good luck, and yeah. we've met some really good people, and we kind of just want to spread that...
1: Spread that holiday cheer around. yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, do some good while we can. Yeah. I think, hopefully, in the future, we can do more charity-based mm-hmm. stuff, because, you know, that's, that's always nice, yeah. and it's just something that I would like to do more. Mm-hmm. I donate to charities, especially, like... And when that was mm-hmm. happening and that kind of stuff I did I did donate quite yeah. a bit of money for that stuff so keep... I definitely
0: did it when like the Texas abortion thing happened I like, yeah. donated to abortion clinics and like not I... only in like Texas but in our state and
1: I was in place. high school when all the big school shooting yeah. stuff happened and so I participated in a lot of the walks yeah. at our state capital and a, a bunch of other things yeah. so I know that we're both proactive in that regard so hopefully if we continue to get like bigger we can at least put that towards Mm -hmm. good use so just keep an eye out for that in the future yeah
0: and i just definitely think that if you have any sort of platform like you You should should, be using a little bit of it for a good because like this is wild and i can't even imagine someone with like thousands or hundreds of thousands yeah millions (laughs) yeah i
1: I can't imagine the amount of
0: Mm -hmm.
1: what am i trying to say influence sure that you not necessarily influence but like yeah just the, the amount that you could do yeah. in that. So we'll, we'll be having some fun and we'll be donating some okay. money. So we'll see. It'll be fun.
0: So we're kind of going to, uh, of course, we love our Kofi page or whatever. We're kind of going to put that on a backboard to say donate to our Think Miss campaign. And yeah. our Think Miss campaign.
1: If you can, not just go straight to their page. You yeah. just look up Think Miss 2021 mm-hmm. and you can just donate straight to the page. Mm-hmm. So for Christmas, go ahead and send your money. That Fuck way. yeah, It'll dude. It'll be good for families in El Salvador.
0: Fuck yeah, and it's also they like three D print houses, which is yeah. the wildest shit it's, I've it's ever super, heard of. It's
1: super exciting. Technology's moving. I know. And technology's crazy Fuck, now. dude So <laughs> we we hopefully <laughs> can do some good.
0: <laughs> Let's fucking hope, dude. Yeah. So we'll put that out on our Twitter and our Instagram and yeah, our and we'll Tumblr. be tweeting out
1: before we stream or anything a couple yeah. days, so that if you wanted to catch us, then you could.
0: Yeah. So. Yay!
1: Yay! We'll <laughs> just... be making some Stardew Valley recipes. Woo! Probably we're some be other ones. Some
0: fucking other things that we have not thought about yet. But... Yeah, <laughs>
1: but... like I brought up some video game stuff. Yeah. But who knows? Who we'll, knows? We'll see. Yeah. Just come and hang out. It'll be nice.
0: So yeah, just fucking hang out with us, dude. Like we're chill. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think we are. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Um. But uh, before we get into it, I do have some fan fiction news, which Mm-mm-mm-mm. is again, I kind of said it was old, but I thought we needed to bring up Mm-mm-mm-mm. because. It came around when we did our fanfiction author with Chell, ah. and whenever we do those, we kind of we, just record those and leave them as they are. We don't really do intros, we yeah. don't do anything else. We leave those It's about as
1: them. That episode is about the author. Yeah. We don't want to take away from that.
0: So, but this is, you love. It's about Genshin Impact, baby. Ooh,
1: Genshin Impact. <laughs> so, the
0: Genshin Impact creators opened the door to commercial fan fiction writing. Yeah, I heard about that. So, um just like a little bit more into that MiHoYo who mm. is like the company behind Genshin Impact. Yeah. Um, Has given fans like the all clear to create their own stories and their own merch with the game characters and universe, um, even if they want to make money out of it, basically. Yeah,
1: that's sweet.
0: So if you don't know
1: what Genshin Impact is. (laughs) I would be surprised if you haven't at least heard about it. We have an episode about it. It's ha, called courtesy of me. <laughs> More espresso less espresso. Go it's it out. good.
0: It's wild because we were both on like cold medication the entire time. <laughs> I forgot about <laughs> that.
1: We like, it was in the middle of summer too. We were, we were like, both <laughs> like getting out of colds. And, like, I dying. had sinus infection while we were recording <laughs> that. It was wild. It was awful. It, you
0: literally read like a 5,000 word like yeah, coffee shop AU you kitchen. Oh, well, I know because it? like
1: I was debating between a really really long one and uh-huh. like short and sweet, and I was like, oh. and I had not
0: touched Genshin. In in the slightest, I know. by then. you didn't know
1: anything, and no. i was like, I can't bother yeah. to tell her the <laughs> entire lore <laughs> of this universe.
0: So, but it is a hugely popular, like mm-hmm. world mm-hmm. kind of renowned, um, free open world MMO with like some gotcha elements. There are gotcha elements. Yeah, to it. I mean it's gambling. Yeah, but you can play for free easily. No, like, you, you never you... have to spend. Yeah, money you don't if have you want to spend money at all. Um. And it was um, launched September of last year. Yep. And since then, they have reportedly earned $2 billion from it's this crazy.
1: game. No, it's crazy. No, just it's looking at insane. the charts of the money that they've made off uh-huh. of certain characters. Fucking ridiculous. Right? And not to be like that. <laughs> this is like totally on me. I have spent money on the game. I've only spent 5 Oh, no, I definitely have too. Yeah, just to roll characters yeah. that I want. And I, I did roll those characters, <laughs> which is really nice. But still. literally go fuck you. I want Kiyomi. <laughs> I got two Kakomis and Toma. But now I gotta get Arataki Ito. <laughs> you also,
0: yeah, you got that male wife <laughs> energy you. Behind Dude, you. I can that
1: male wife. <laughs>
0: Um, but they had an update to their rules there about fan-made merchandise uh-huh. on their community site, and their company said that novels or stories written by fans won't need to be officially declared, whether it for-profit or not. Nice. So, them updating their policy is to make it, like, more lenient, especially towards not just fanfiction authors, but also just merch people. Yeah. So, the f- individual fans selling, like, t-shirts or fan art. That's good. Um, they limited it to statues and figurines. You can't do that. But, like, fan yeah, art, you can makes, absolutely do nice. inspired by the game you can now sell up to 500 units and before it was only 200 units oh, so they like widened their yeah. spans and they also said like if you want to sell more just like email us baby send us that quick link you know yeah. and we'll talk to you about this it this
1: is a huge step yeah for like content creators right? in general because disney oh my god <laughs> has a massive control uh-huh. like massive control on the industry which yeah. is that's a whole other conversation right. but they are so strict Mm-hmm. On like what you can and cannot yeah. sell and what you can and cannot make. Yeah. So good. I good even on remember Mihoyo. a story
0: that was like a like kindergarten classroom, like painted Disney characters on their wall and their Disney like sent a cease and desist to them being like covered that shit up.
1: It it honestly just depends on how popular said sure. story or pictures get. Like, I know that there's plenty of Etsy shops that kind of do whatever they want, but they are low radar and they don't promote a whole Mm -hmm. ton. It's the shops that do get really popular. And luckily, like, especially since mihoyo is abroad Mm -hmm. and not based, it's way easier. So like a lot of the anime merch people, Mm -hmm. like they don't, held by Japanese laws and that kind of stuff. So it is easier, but Mm -hmm. mihoyo, good for them.
0: Yeah, no, literally. So, um, there are obviously limitations on what you can do with the Genshin Impact characters. Mahoyo says that you can't sell items that include the actual screenshots of the game, so you have to, like, draw your own stuff. Yeah. Um, you can't act like the items you're selling are officially licensed. Like, you have to say they're fan-made in some way. Yeah. Um, and you're not allowed to make anything that harms the reputation of the company or the game. <laughs> so, Makes sense. you know, that one's a little but, looser, but,
1: you know. But generic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I pulled a quote that was from Brother Ming, who is a designer behind the Genshin Impact fan-made tarot cards, mm. who said, This is different. We can talk to Mahoyo. Previously, they didn't publicly support commercial fan artists, but also they weren't doing anything to prevent us from... In- from making fan merch, so we knew there wasn't a healthy attitude towards it. But then they were like, "Hey, just email us." So like, yeah, it was a huge step mm-hmm. for like not only fan artists but just like a huge company doing
1: that because yeah. they're a huge company. No, they are, and like this, Genshin Impact is supposed to be a ten year game. Mm-hmm. The last thing, the last game that I heard was that was supposed to be a ten year game was Destiny, which I did play yes. very heavily. Um, That unfortunately fell through because of the companies that were Mm -hmm. attached to it. And the like, I don't know anything about
0: that. I had an ex boyfriend who was really into it, but like that was it.
1: Me and my brothers and my dad really got into it for a while, and then it got to like year three or four, Mm -hmm. and it was just like, "Mm, you aren't like updating the game in any way, and like the story is all over the place, like from the get go this was wild especially after Genshin impacts one year where they gave you like nothing basically well they gave you nothing and then everyone rioted yeah and then they gave you yeah stuff. so at least they're listening to sure. the fan base which is nice but there's also like the Chinese government mm-hmm. where you have to think about like interesting how they come out yeah. with a big buff man after the ban of feminine men <gasps> I you know, mean... come on like it's don't get me wrong there's a lot of political stuff yeah that's behind for sure it. but I'm I am excited to see where this game goes. Mm -hmm. So, we'll we'll see.
0: So, okay, Maya. Yes. It's the Holly Jolly times. This is my month. I know. You hurt me twice in a row now.
1: they are times of charm. No, baby, baby. (laughs) absolutely fucking not. This is my month and you can't take it from me. Arcane just came out. (gasps) Witcher 2 is supposed to come out soon.
0: You had to Christmas.
1: That was I didn't sign a contract. No,
0: you, you did ask my best friend. <laughs> you had to give me a Christmas pic. And then you have January to hurt me all over
1: okay. again. <laughs> you know what? I'll consider it. I'll
0: request I don't even care if it's like Christmas Carol or Nightmare Before Christmas or um
1: you please We'll see. I haven't you know me. I haven't I, I haven't picked anything out yet, so That's I don't know. That's why I'm
0: doing this, please. I,
1: <laughs> I have another week to figure something out, so we'll see. So
0: play. but one of my favorite parts of Christmas is Hallmark Christmas movies. Um, unfortunately. My, unfortunately. I think
1: this is your <laughs> biggest character. <laughs> I yeah.
0: love them so much. And honestly, I will die on the hill that is Hallmark Christmas movie. Because I, you're fucking allowed to watch something. It's that's a guilty like, pleasure. It's a fucking guilty pleasure. I'm allowed to watch them. And They're- honestly, this last year with movies coming out have been like more diverse. Like, there was one that my aunt and I watched, and it's always my aunt because she got me into them ever since, like, the ripe age of 15 where she was like, this is the time for her to be watching middle-aged women fall in love. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you are correct. But, like, this year they had... Um, a story it was called like boyfriends of christmas past and it had an entire korean family and they like Mm. didn't shy away from her being korean she called her mom and dad appa and oma and they had like traditional korean holiday things and traditional korean food and they had another hallmark christmas movie this year where it was a, a white man who had a black daughter with his like wife who had passed away and they had a whole scene about like the daughter wanting her hair to be straight and the grandma being like mm, no this is your hair and it's important and this is why last year they did Christmas House which was their first movie to have a gay couple in it nice. which had um Aaron from Mean Girls mm. he was one half of the gay couple he's gay in real life so they even hired gay actors to play the gay characters cool. and they already had a formed relationship like him and his husband were married And, like, there was no coming out. The parents loved his partner. um, And their whole storyline was that they were trying to adopt a child. Like, it was, like, nothing about, like, Mm -hmm. discrimination. They all loved them as a couple. They accepted them. They had nothing about, like, them being gay or that being weird or whatever. There wasn't even, like, a scene with the straight brother being, like, ew, your gay brother and him having to stand up for that or whatever. They Mm -hmm. were just there. Like, they just existed in this space and they were just trying to adopt a child. Which is hard for anybody. Like, straight, gay... It's a lengthy yeah.
1: process.
0: So, honestly, thank you, Hallmark. I will love mm. you till the day that I die. But because of this, I thought it was the perfect chance to go, Do we need Hallmark Christmas movies for yes. fixed? And yes. yes, there are, baby. Yeah, I'm not so, surprised. I, like, had a list to choose from. So I, like, went through the fix that I went through this year mm. and, like, the relationships I went through and the fandoms i went through mm-hmm. and i chose one specifically to like check mark kind of everything that i hadn't done okay. and it's a fandom that i'm not a part of okay. i have never watched the show okay. i don't know what the fuck's going on okay. um i know there is a hot buff blonde who i'm into nice um uh, but what do you know about dc
1: movies uh, the tv shows
0: comics
1: okay so I have had a complicated relationship with the DC universe, mainly because I grew up as a Marvel kid and I read, like, Dark Horse comics, which is, like, Teenage Mutant, Mm -hmm. TMNT and that kind of stuff. Like, the one-offs that are, like, different. Um, I didn't get into them until high school when my dad started reading the Batman comics. Okay. Um, so then my dad started buying a lot more of the DC comics and I started reading more. Mm. I hate the movies. Okay. I do not like the movie universe sure. in the slightest. I think they've fucked it up beyond repair. Yeah. I think the only good ones were the, um, God, well, I the liked Christian the Bale. second
0: Harley Quinn one. The, I, I didn't
1: even see Birds of Prey. I
0: watched that one and I was, I thought it was pretty good. Like the, le- the latest Suicide Squad that
1: came yes. out, that was the only good one to come. <laughs>
0: See, and I know I'm the minority on that one. Yeah. I know it.
1: But I think I only like it because of the tragedy that was the sure. first one. <laughs> sure. So I I have a very mixed relationship mm-hmm. with... Like, the first Wonder Woman movie was good, except for the last part of it. Yes. When uh, Lupin beca- yes. did was just the god of war. Like, and it was, like, weird. I,
0: like, I thought that movie was fine until I saw Captain Marvel. Because to me, it was, like, Wonder Woman... She was strong because she was always taught that she was strong. Like, never once yeah. had she been, like, knocked down. She grew up with this tribe full of women. Like, yeah. obviously, she thought she was powerful and confident yeah, and strong. Yeah, 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 yeah. When I saw Captain Marvel, I was just like, damn, that is a girl who's been told that she is nothing, that she is worthless, that she's whatever, she, and, and I, like, stands up I despite Ma- that. Yeah,
1: I liked Captain Marvel too. And I, I honestly didn't mind the first Wonder Woman movie. Mm-hmm. And then the second one came out, I didn't and watch it, was that gar- one. it was garbage. It was really bad. Cool. It just was. Yeah. Um, so then I was like, "Ooh, wow, they fucked it up again. Sorry. I'm not surprised. So we'll see what the Robert Pattinson Batman, okay. which I am very excited for. The trailers look mm-hmm. very good. I think recently the DC movies have started to get better. Okay. Um, I have never watched any of like the animated stuff super okay. heavily. Like I watched Teen Titans as a kid. Obviously. Fuck yeah, I read that the was teen... the best. I read the Teen Titan comic. So I know all about that. Um.
0: My friend did have me watch the Harley Quinn animated show and that one's pretty good i don't
1: have access to it so i just haven't yeah, they have it.
0: hbo so i did was able to oh watch
1: it's that. on hbo yes. i didn't know that okay so then i might watch it because i've been re-watching teen titans because okay. it's on hbo yes. <laughs> and i was like well oh.
0: it's on hbo it's on hbo baby It's so cool <laughs>
1: Uh, I love it Cyborg. It is so cool. Dude. I it's love so Cyborg. Good. Cyborg is my favorite character, and will always was, be my there favorite character. There was a character. summer
0: of my life that I just sat in my room and like watched a bunch of old shows like Kim Possible Fuck and Teen yeah. Titans and 16, and I just pirated them on YouTube, and nice. they were like real shit quality, or they were in the tiniest box in like the corner because yeah. that was all they could get.
1: That's but the I, good shit. I know. I just watched all of that like in a yeah. all summer. Like that's all I did. So. When it comes to like DC, mm-hmm. I love the comics. I think the comics are fantastic. Sure. They're so fucking good. If you consume any DC media, the
0: comics, please let
1: it be the comics. Have you
0: watched any of the shows?
1: Not really. Okay. I've I've watched plenty of the movies. I haven't really watched any of the animated shows. Like I watched um The Killing Joke, which was the movie, okay. the Batman movie, the animated movie. That's on Netflix. It was actually okay. I mm-hmm. didn't mind that. Um but yeah, for the most part, I I know more about, like, the Batman side of things more than anything. Like, I don't really care about the Superman stuff. I'm not into the young... I was never into, like, the Justice League or the young Justice League. I was mainly Batman, Teen Titans, and that was kind of it. All right.
0: Okay, well, today I'm talking about a fandom that I said not a part of never watched the show. I do want to watch the show at some point. Okay. It's on my list to watch. I just need to get through a lot more and you have added more shows to my list. <laughs> so, <laughs> I have to get through a couple of shows, but I want to watch it and they recently had their finale, oh. which everyone hated. <laughs> at least everyone on Twitter I saw yeah. did not like it. So this is my help reaching hand. I'm reaching a hand to you today Okay. to say come come here. Join just fan fiction. Just come on. Okay you No. Know. Um, we are we talking about Supergirl. Okay. So I kind of figured it out. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I'm, I, yeah. I don't I've I, never watched I, the show. I didn't either, and I hardly know it. We anything have a lot them. of fans who watch
0: Supergirl because it's like in that trifecta of like Raylo and like Pride yeah. and Prejudice and like Supercore. Like, that's like a trifecta of the girlies. I have noticed. Yes.
1: <laughs> and so. I'm so far removed from <laughs> that that like I think that was the generation that was right after the super hula yeah. so i think i missed it completely. sure sure that's fair where i that was the that period really of my life me out, you know where i was burnt out <laughs> so from burnt supernatural out. and everything where i was just like i'm done yes <laughs> i didn't watch anime or anything yeah, during yeah, that time that's fair so
0: so but i i do want to watch it i don't know anything about it mm. i know kind of about Kara and lena that's the the ship we we're gonna see I, to I, I didn't today. even know
1: their fucking names so, uh,
0: Kara danvers is obviously supergirl yeah and then lena luther is okay. a part of the lex Luthor yeah, yeah, yeah. and that whole fucking family mm-hmm. which i had to do research about because i had shit no i did not know anything about i know this the family.
1: basics like yeah. kryptonite bad <laughs> <laughs> they come from different planets cool that's, you know what that's fair lex luther super smart i Honestly, guess you
0: don't need to know shit about okay. the superman side of it okay. because it's not superman like okay. Uh, the Luthers are still basically the same, okay. except for modernized. So it's not kryptonite. It's not any super. Again, I just know more about goth. <laughs> that's fair <laughs> in general.
1: So you so, will have to guide me through that's this fair. as well. And I
0: also wanted to do, like, I consciously wanted to do a sapphic fic because, okay. like, I feel like female ships don't get as much attention Even on Ao3. Like, we really just tend to go just for general. And like,
1: I, I'm not. Going to be honest with you, I was thinking about reading a uh, really Yeah, for for my episode next fuck week. Yeah. So, I guess we're doing is the girly this gay month. Christmas. I guess this we're is doing a gay- Christmas. <laughs> we're doing girly Christmas.
0: <laughs> so, like I just like I I like I tried to make a conscious decision yeah. to like choose a sapphic fic for our lesbians out there because, you know what, we're not lesbians. Fuck. You guys deserve the we world. Like
1: girls too.
0: We like girls too. <laughs> and like I get that MLM ships like, are really popular. They're super popular. And, and, like, I understand. I get I ship dudes, too. Like, I get it. Like, yeah. it's not... You can't choose who you ship at the end of the day. It's just something that happens to you. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. But for the ones who get, like, the women love women ships and, like, yeah. don't have enough content... Trust me. I, I, oh,
1: man. I have ships yeah. like that. I mean, I'm, again, I'm not, like, a heavy shipping person. Yeah. But they're definitely relationships where I'm just like, yeah, that works. Yep. Yeah. That mm-hmm. makes so much sense in my head. Yep. Or they're basically canon. Sure, so. sure.
0: So, but I'm doing a fic today okay. for girly, Chris, girly, girly Gay Christmas um, called A Christmas Wish okay, by Aspirin Forrest.
1: Okay.
0: So, Christmas Wish, perfect title. First of all, as someone who is a expert in Hallmark Christmas movies, <laughs> perfect fic mm-hmm. title, especially since I, I did research and there is a Christmas Witch Hallmark movie <laughs> and, um, I don't know when this fucking movie came out. I could find little kind of about it, and I had to, like, search for a synopsis. But it's just basically about this, like, woman who finds herself homeless with her two young daughters, and, like, she, like, goes to a new town, like, a week before Christmas, and, like, strangers are like, come work for my shop, and we'll get you a house! And, like, honestly, that's what fucking Christmas is about. Mm -hmm. So, like, I've never watched the movie. It looks great. Um, but I... Just had to. Like a Christmas wish? Come on. Classic, obviously. So, it was written in 2018. Mm-hmm. So, they started mm-hmm. writing it December 9th, 2018, and they finished writing it January 11th, 2020. Ni- 2019. Okay. Excuse me. <laughs> um, it is a Genfic. Mm. So, we're keeping the Christmas goodness here. Yeah, yeah. We're not doing any of that smutty smut. We'll come back next year for it. All right? This is Wholesome Times only. Mm-hmm. Um, Supergirl TV 2015 fandom, yeah. obviously. Kara Danvers and Lena Luthor. There's also some side ships that I don't know anything about. I'm okay. so sorry. <laughs> but this fic really got me for the last line in the summary that says, it's the gay Hallmark movie Christmas movie we all deserve. Nice. And like, yes. Yeah. Especially in 2018, we had nothing. Nothing we did. I mean,
1: now, from what you're telling me. Now we do, but that was no. 2020.
0: This was written in 2018. So yeah. So Lena Luthor hates winter. Me- the cold the shorter days, the snow, everything. Mm-hmm. But most of all, she hates Christmas.
1: Me too. <sighs> Why, uh- <laughs> at least pretend, okay? Why should I? Because I. Am this is who I am. Begging you, don't you love me the way I am? I do.
0: <laughs> okay. She hates the constant Christmas cheer kind of just being shoved down her throat. Mm-hmm. Commercials, yes. the decorations, yes. especially since she lives in like a New York City yeah. type esque. And, you know, they decorate that shit yes. up. They got that huge ass Christmas yes. tree. And she's like, I have to go every there. I can't go anywhere. I can't go to my office. I can't walk down the street. Without I
1: can't fucking red and green. I got to go yeah. to that fucking
0: office Christmas party. Like, I don't want to do any of this shit. So, you know, she can't avoid any of it. None of her excuses work because, like, they all know her as, like, no friends, no life. This Mm -hmm. is all you have. You have to come to the Christmas party because we know you don't have any other plans. Yeah. And, you know, she has a little event that is sprung up. It's her mother's trial. And she has to go, like, that week. And she's like, thank God. I have to get out of things because I got to fly to somewhere else to go to this trial and testify. And so... She, you know, has to push back all of her, like, her schedule back. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, hey, push it back. And her secretary is like, that's the week of Christmas. Like, no one will be available to meet with you. Like, they're all going to be with their families. And, like, honestly, Miss Luther, with the band you put on the Christmas gams and the carolers, you're acting a little bit of a Scrooge here, all right? Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, all right, I... All I do is talk about numbers and sales that are going down because of Christmas. And, you know, there's not a fucking office, not decorated in sight. And she's just like, you know what? It's capitalism at its finest and I don't want to take part in it. So I'm not going to have my office take fucking part of it. So it doesn't stop her employee, aka, like, her secretary, from talking about, like, it's not about that. It's about spending time with the people you love Mm -hmm. and showing them that you care. And it just, like, it doesn't, like make her heart three times the size. Like it just like kind of kills her because she's like, I don't fucking have anybody. You guys know this. Like I don't have anybody to care for, give presents to, and like, you throwing that in my face? Kinda hurts. Thank you so much. Yeah. So even with this she supposes that she can give them the week off. She's like, whatever, you can have the fucking week off to spend time with your family. I don't care. So she pours herself a little bit more scotch in her glass than usual. Um, Before going to find, like, a stack of files that she asked her secretary to gather for her. Mm -hmm. And on top of that is a small red box. And she opens up this box and it has a white snowflake ornament with the inscription, may all your Christmas wishes come true. And I kind of pictured it as one of those, like, Tiffany ornaments. That's, like, glass and, like, really pretty. Uh Uh-huh. And she, like, scoffs. She's like, what the fuck is this? It's Like, it's just another thing. Like, it's another thing that a billionaire like me just could buy myself. And there was only one thing that she wanted that she couldn't buy. And she says, all I want for Christmas is a family, but that's not going to happen. So bah, humbug. Very Scroogey. Mm-hmm. Very opening up. Very Scroogey. So she throws the ornament into the garbage before leaving for the day. But, as soon as the elevator doors close, the ornament in the trash disappears. So, Lena's mom and this trial, right? I had to do a little bit of research to figure out what the fuck was going on with the Luthers because I had no idea. At first, I was like, oh my god, is this part of the show? I have no idea what's going on. Do I have to look into it? Holy shit. Like, I had to, like, do... A little bit of... Not so much research. It was, like, maybe an hour of research. Okay. And it's a bit of... It is a bit of canon stuff that, like, mm. is just a lot. Okay. But all you need to know is that, like, Lena and her whole family basically like doesn't get along. Obviously, Lex Luthor is her brother, and if you know anything about the DC, you probably know about Lex Luthor. Yeah. And she's got her mom and her dad, pieces of shit, um, and then her mom got arrested for mass murder after trying to commit genocide. Cool. That's all you kind of need to know about Good. the extreme yeah. of this human right. being. <laughs> yeah so she does the tie casual casual genocide casual genocide yeah that's that's this lady's like tuesday night basically all right, all right. it's just like a sprinkle of genocide yeah. like besides pilates Normal and like tuesday
1: night for shia labeouf that kind of vibe <laughs> yes exactly yeah okay
0: so on her way back from testifying against her mother
1: okay.
0: <laughs> again a casual tuesday night mm-hmm. so her flight has been cancelled Um, due to a blizzard and all the other flights have been booked up for the holidays Mm. so she's kind of like fine whatever until like on the tv it it literally shows like her walking out of the of the courthouse and about the trial and everything and like people are looking at her and they're whispering and she's like pleading she's like please i'll do anything i just need to get out of here i don't want to be here anymore and the like airport person is like okay, I, I have one Greyhouse bus that's leaving in half an hour. I can get you on that. And she's like, perfect, awesome. I have never ridden a bus in my life, but can't be that hard, right? Mm-hmm. So, of course, there's garland and there's light strung up in the windows, and it's way more packed than Lena, like, expected it to be. But she makes her way to the back of the bus, and it's a smooth, quiet trip, and she falls asleep. She falls asleep that night and wakes up an hour past her arrival time. So she's scrambling. She's, like, gathering all the shit that's around her, like, her carry-on and everything. And she is leaving into this, like, small town they pulled into. And she's trying to find the one bus depot. She's, like, just trying to find a ticket back, basically. So just like the rest of the town, it's small. It's, like, half of it's a mail room. And she steps over all these presents and these letters to find a man with, like, a beard Red and green striped hat, Christmas mm-hmm. cheer all over the place. And he's, like, really confused when Lena tells her that she was on the bus that was supposed to go to National City. The bus that's currently driving away, by the way. With all of her shit still inside of it. Mm-hmm. So she books after this bus. And it doesn't see her. It just keeps driving away. And neither does this oncoming car. So she,
1: like, <laughs> <she> like <Okay. laughs>
0: raises for impact. But another body, like, pushes her, like, out of the way, like, very twilight, except for, like, he doesn't stop the car. Like, it just pushes her out of the way. And, uh, like, are you all right? And it's, like, this gentle voice, and she, like, squints against the light, and she finds this blue-eyed, rosy-cheeked, beautiful woman, like, holding Mm -hmm. her in her arms, and she's like, what happened? You ran out in the middle of a road in front of a car, and she's like, oh, shit, my fucking bus is gone. Gone now. And she's like, that's fine that's fine as long as i can get onto the next bus and get back to national city tomorrow and the woman's like oh national city that's that's gonna be quite the ride well what are you talking about i just missed the stop by an hour well national city is about a two-day drive from here
1: Hmm.
0: what that's impossible my ticket was for national city wait where am i the north pole
1: wow
0: it's not the north pole
1: okay
0: it's north pole montana okay. <laughs> which i didn't actually look up to see was a real thing but i'm assuming is a real thing
1: maybe uh... it's
0: i mean it's montana well so they really got there I don't fucking know the north buffalo? pole is <laughs> buffalo um she lena confused as hell how she got this far out of here because i don't know where national city
1: is But I'm still picturing New York. So, like, I'm assuming, like, Chicago ish area. Because I think Gotham is more like the New York City okay, of the DC okay. universe, and I think National City is more it's like, like Chicago, Chicago-ish. Okay, okay, don't quote me on that because <laughs> again, I don't know but fuck anything about. Yeah yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I know more about Gotham than anything. Sure, okay, but I'm pretty sure Gotham is like the, the New York, the New York. Okay, National okay. City might be like Washington D.C. Could be possibly, Could be. but it's all on the East Coast. Area. Okay, sick.
0: So, anyways, she this her initial swoon of this woman is long gone as she stands up she her clothes are freezing she's freezing her clothes are soaking wet mm-hmm. and this woman is like basically her only ticket back because she's the only one who knows anything about what's going on so she follows her back to the bus depot and while they cross the street she goes oh we'll have to cross the street do you want to hold my hand Aww. and lena doesn't return the smile she's freezing clothes are wet and the woman's like grin falters and her hand drops mm-hmm. and lena like kind of hates herself for hurting this person's healing especially like after saving her life basically yeah um and she like she's like oh it was so cute how like your nose scrunched up when you were smiling but like she like catches herself like thinking this but because she, she's like i am currently in the middle of fuck nowhere i you know romance blasting on my mind and it's not like i'm ever gonna see this woman again right mm-hmm. i'm gonna get out of here never come back So the postman who she talked to before recognizes the woman and calls her Kara and she starts becoming more interested um, when she overhears the mention of Clark whom she shares a truck with and it crushes any thought of Kara like being on the same team as her Uh because she thinks they're like married because she's like they're sharing a truck like who does (laughs) like who shares a truck like Mm -hmm. so out of the way like on the way out Lena notices like a lot of letters are you know a label to Santa Claus and she's like why are there so many letters like for Santa Claus and Kara's just like well that happens a lot when you live in the North Pole you know so Alina's informed that a the bus that was that was the bus that she was on was the last bus of the day and that there wasn't going to be any buses coming because they have um, an, in- com- an incoming storm, a.k.a. that, like, blizzard from before. Oh. Also, no cell reception. She's in the middle of fuck nowhere. Nice. So she's, got, she's, like, stuck here for, like, an indefinite period of time. Mm-hmm. So she literally doesn't have a way out. And Carl like, takes her to the Danvers bed and breakfast. She's like, I know these people. They have an empty room. They'll take you. So, Lena gets to learn a lot more about Kara, and in that time, she realizes, like, how different they are. And Mm. she's like, in that time, she's like, it'll never work out, because she loves the snow, and winter, and mountains, and Christmas, like, she's like, it's never gonna work out, basically. So, they make it to this large, two-story yellow house, and there's, like, Christmas lights wrapped around it, and the railing, and the porch, and there's a large red and green wreath on the front, and it Mm -hmm. looks like every house taken out of a Hallmark Christmas movie, basically. So, Kara gets her settled in, and before leaving to do the rest of her work, she leaves her with her scarf. Just something to make her as warm as possible. So, inside, Lena immediately feels, like, so much warmer. Like, physically, mentally, like, everything. It's one of those places where, like, people would laugh and drink hot cocoa and watch Christmas movies. Mm -hmm. It's perfect. It's perfect. It's perfect. So, and it's decorated just as it is on the outside. I'm talking wreaths pine cones, frost in the windows, poinsettias, a crackling fireplace, like, everything you could want. And it kind of makes Lena sad, like, to see this. Like, this is supposed to be, like, cheerful and warm and she's, like, kind of sad, like, being here. Um, so there is a kindly woman in the front desk and she gets Lena a room and when she has to give the woman a name, she gives her the name Lena Luthien. (laughs) Does that ring... That last name? No. No? Okay. So she, when she gives this name, she remembers the pity that she received from the people in the airport, and it's the last thing that she wants in this, like, weird town. She doesn't want any sympathy or prejudice, so she just, like, it's kind of like the name Kennedy, where, like, you give a name like that, and people are like, oh. Like, you know, Luther, I'm assuming, is like, oh, yeah. kind of last name. So. You know she doesn't want to think about her mother, her family, her child, like nothing. So she chooses to lie rather than to shamefully admit that it's the name of an elf in
1: Tolkien's Middle Earth. <laughs> oh, nice. Now I remember. Uh
0: huh. Say the name again. Luthien. L u t h i e n.
1: Okay. I mean, it does sound. I think I'm thinking of Lothlorien, but that. Okay. okay. I think that's a. I think that's a place or a race of people. Okay. Uh, the name does sound familiar. Sick. I just, Okay. Yeah, whatever. It's fine. Anyways. <laughs> anyway, my Tolkien knowledge is getting mixed up. Um, <laughs> forgive me.
0: So, anyways, with all the paper out of the way, the woman who introduces herself as Eliza Danvers um, tells Lena all the important B&B stuff, breakfast, dinner, that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and then Lena disappears into her room for the night, and yes, the rooms are decorated just mm-hmm. like everything else. And Lena chooses to ignore as much as she can. She removes, like, her wet clothes, and she notices that the jacket lands with, like, a thump. And she's like, oh, that's weird. There's, like, should be nothing in my jacket, but I'll check. Maybe I left my phone in there, and I don't want it to get wet. And she would goes to check the pockets, and she finds a crystal snowflake ornament mm-hmm. that her employee had given her. So for the longest time, Lena is just trying to figure out how the fuck this ornament got into her pocket. And she was, like, positive that she threw it away. But, like, maybe she just threw the box away, but, like, then how how did it get in her pocket? Like, she's so confused. Yeah. But she's, like, so tired. Like, God, nothing makes sense, and the longer she looks at this ornament or the holly branch powdered wallpaper, the more she just feels her sanity, like, slip away from her. So maybe she just needs some sleep. So, she sinks into her bed, and she lets the smell of pine and peppermint, like, pull her into a sleep. But the sleep, like, doesn't last long, and she wakes up, and she can't go back, and she's like, fuck it, I'm gonna go out, see if I can find some cell reception, and call somebody. Mm -hmm. So, it is a ghost town at night. Like, all that holiday cheer, like, the lights are turned off. It's just dead, basically. So, she continues, like, her desperate search for phone reception, and she finds this gazebo, um, like the, where the sidewalk ends. So the sidewalk ends, in a little past that's so this gazebo. So with, with like virtually nobody around, Lena tries to cross the street, but the ice on the street has like other plans. So before her body can like collide with the ice, strong but soft arms wrap mm. around, around her, catching her just in the nick of time. We've got to stop meeting like this. And yes. Lena finds herself in the arms of that same beautiful blonde woman as before, and that sweet smell of peppermints from the B&B surrounds Lena again. She's like, are you okay? And she's like, oh, yeah, like, I think so. And she's like, okay, then you can let go now. And she's, like, got an arm, like, wrapped around her bicep. (laughs) And she's like, she can, like, feel that toned muscle, like, under the jacket. Uh And she's like, I guess I'll let go. I guess I'll let go. So she drops Kara's, Kara's arm, and they speak a little before she, like, leaves. And Lena watches Kara longer than she meant to, um, and she's unable to resist a smile when Kara skips through a pile of snow. Mm-hmm. So when she finally does get a signal, the first person Lena calls is Eve, the secretary who, like, gave her the snowflake. So she lets her know that she's stuck in Montana and doesn't know when she'll be back and right before they end the call she's like oh the christmas ornament like why did you give me the she just wants to ask about this christmas ornament mm-hmm. and eve is like what christmas ornament and she's like the snowflake one with the red inscription you left it on my desk on top of the files i asked you for and Eve's like miss luther i didn't give you a christmas ornament mm. Wow. Be more excited for me. I'm begging <laughs> you. I Listen, I know that it's the same story over and over and over again when it comes to Hallmark Christmas movies. But listen, I know that you will fucking read every single mafia fic and be excited every single fucking time. Even you. if they have the same five tropes over and over listen, and over again. Dad, how dare you?
1: How dare you? How and you
0: know what? I'll sit here and be excited you. every single time.
1: How dare you? You know damn well. I will consume any piece of mafia media that there is because I'm a sucker for punishment. Okay. And I'm a sucker for peppermint hot chocolate. Christmas
0: drama. And fireplace. How about
1: that?
0: (laughs) I want to give you good Christmases. And this
1: is where it starts. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> why yeah they went to this place it was christmas decorated and then they went to this place it was christmas decorated listen, it just, it's the beginning okay what do you want from me i'm excited all right and i can't show it's you it's not in december listen we need to take a breather <laughs> and not yell at each other because guess what that's not very christmasy of you okay. sydney where's your holiday cheer
0: lena normally is the type of person to get obsessed and spend sleepless nights trying to figure out where the fuck like this thing Mm -hmm, came from mm -hmm. but she has like no leads and bags of stress from the last few days and she also just has a lot of plans for a day so she tries to let it go as best as she can she's Mm -hmm, like it's mm -hmm. just a fucking ornament let it go the previous night when lena came back um from that weird like late night stroll. She made, like, a beeline to the bar and the B&B, and she was met with Alex Danvers, who is Eliza's daughter, and she offered to take her out to buy new clothes since a majority of hers were taken, like, with the bus. So they make it to Main Street, and Main Street is bustling with people and Christmas cheer, and there's a lot of shops, and the one that Alex takes Lena to is run by Kara's sister-in-law, which deepens Lena's thought that Kara is married.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So the boutique is, again decked for christmas fake snow and christmas trees and most of the merchandise is to match red and green sparkles and tinsel on sweaters and pajamas and all that stuff so the store owner lois lane practically brings lena to her knees like she's like this is this is lois lane this is the one person who broke the story about you know lex Luthor's embezzlement and it's the one you know She's the one to cover the reign of terror, and she won a Pulitzer Prize for all of it. Mm-hmm. And she is the one person who can tear her entire facade apart. Yeah. So, so, what brings Lena Luthien to North Pole, Montana? Lois asks, after Alex leaves the room. Look, after everything that's been going on with my family, I just want to distance myself as much as possible for them. I saw the opportunity to be someone else for a change, and I took it. And Lois understands. She's probably the only woman who's kept an eye on Lena for a decade. She's found Lena, you know, if she found Lena dangerous at all, she probably would have said something by now. Yeah. So Lois keeps her secret and she gets her some clothes without bells, reindeer, or tinsel on it.
1: Nice.
0: So Alex comes back for Lena, who is feeling much better than she has in days. Um, It doesn't hurt that they run into Kara on their way back Mm. until Mm. she sees a man jogging up behind Kara. His smile and the kindness in his eyes is even too much for Lena to hate. Mm. So Kara introduces Lena to Clark, and the way he recognizes her name sends butterflies into her stomach. She's like, has Kara been talking about me to Clark? Like, mm. <laughs> like hello?
1: Oh, girl. <laughs> so, Keep it in your pants.
0: <laughs> so they only get a few moments before Alex drags him away to talk to him and Lois about an upcoming Christmas uh, like thing that they're doing leaving Kara open for a child to pull at her flannel. Mm. I was really good this year. Is that so? What do you want for Christmas this year? I want Santa to bring me a swimming pool. (laughs) The genuine joy like the (laughs) swimming pool. Did you ever ask for something batshit crazy for Christmas? No. I asked for a dog one time, and the mall Santa said, I don't do live animals. (laughs) Good. He was like, what do you want for Christmas? And I was like, a dog. And he was like, yeah, we don't do real animals, kid absolutely not (laughs) so this kid's like I want a swimming pool um but Kara's way better because she's like you know what I'll tell you what if you could promise me that you'll be good I can personally guarantee that you'll have a great Christmas Katie and when the girl and her mom walk away Lena says that was really sweet of what you did and she's just like, kids say the fucking darndest things this year, you know? They say, they just come up to me, say that they want something for Christmas. Sure, you know, don't ruin a kid's Christmas. So after a brief second standing in the snow and smelling Kara's peppermint scent, Lena understands why Lois could have left Metropolis for a place like this. Kara comes by the b the next day to deliver the Christmas tree, and Lena plans to hide in her room the whole time. Mm. While she wants to see Kara again, she... Was not only crushing on an already taken girl, but she was lying to everybody about who she really was. So she kind of wants to distance herself. She's like, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time. I just want to let days pass. Move on. So to take the edge off, she decides to take a bath. And she's preparing peppermint bath salts and the fluffy robes. And the hot water stops running. Nice. So I don't know if there's any phones in this B&B hotel room. Um, but she walks downstairs to inform Eliza that the hot water is off, um, just in a bathrobe. Nothing else. Bathrobe only. Power move. (laughs) When Lena is hit by a gust of cold air and Kara is bringing a large pine tree through the front door. And she just stands there and watches Kara struggle with this tree. And somehow gets suckered into helping decorate the tree. Mm. But of course flees back upstairs to go change. Yeah. And part of her just doesn't want to go back. She's just like, I could just stay here. I could stay here, take my bath. I could just do that. But Lena Luther is a woman of her word. And she can't stomach the thought of disappointing Kara. So she grabs her jacket and Kara's scarf. And she pauses to stare at the Christmas ornament. Has it always been that shiny? And as the door clicks shut the christmas ornament vanishes. So, Lena returns to boxes and boxes of christmas decorations. Eliza and Alex are already pulling out ornaments. Lois is setting up a little christmas village on the mantle. Alex Sawyer, who is Alex's girlfriend, um, swoops into the room with a huge box, uh, a huge bowl of popcorn and chooses Lena to help her make popcorn garland, mm. which I've never done. Never heard of it. I've that. never heard of it. No, I've heard of it. I've never done it. Sometimes they put cranberries on it? Yeah. <laughs> like I hate cranberries, cranberries but they're just tiny red balls so they're just
1: yeah don't ask me okay. um again don't have a lot of Christmas experience right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just never heard of I again I've never seen anybody do it but the white people on Hallmark so I always just thought it was just like a white person
1: thing to do probably or it might be like a midwest maybe type thing could be there's plenty of shit that happens that's in the midwest true. where i'm just like you do what you do what why is that a thing you, put you really popcorn have nothing to do besides threads yeah yeah that's fucking weird so <laughs> While they work,
0: Kara learns that, um, or Lena learns that Kara and Clark own Kent, Tree, and Reindeer Farm, which Mm. makes all of her encounters with the children make more sense. Like, obviously, you people own the reindeer, and Santa owns the reindeer, and tell Santa that Mm -hmm. (laughs) I want a swimming pool for Christmas. Yeah. So, she also learns that threading popcorn is a lot harder than it seems, because she, like, pricks herself a lot. And Kara immediately rushes to her side, trying to aid Lena as she takes her hand. And a thrill goes through her as she presses a tissue against her index finger. And when Kara's eyes meet her, Lena's breath catches in her throat. And Kara just says, I think you'll live to make popcorn garlands another day. So after Lena is bandaged, Kara teaches her how to thread popcorn. And her hand is warm Lena guides her through, and it's very reminiscent of a gay version of the pottery scene from Ghost, just, like, mm-hmm. threading popcorn through a thread. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, they all go about decorating the tree. Kara and Eliza tease Alex about her cute baby ornaments, and they're talking classic Christmas movies, and, you know, they're like, I always, you know, I liked Miracle on 34th, 34th Street, Clark says. It's so heartwarming. I'm surprised you didn't say it's a wonderful life Lois says that movie always has you crying like a baby at the end I don't cry like a baby yes you do but that's one of the many reasons I married you I mean it's like did she just did she just say married and she's like how did I miss this she like looks up in time to see Lois kiss Clark and she's like how the fuck did I miss this of course Lois is Kara's sister-in-law because she's married to Kara's brother, not the other way around. Yeah. Like so they continue talking about Christmas movies and they get around to asking Lena what her favorite movie is. To which she says she doesn't have one, and everyone is appalled. So she's like, you know, my family just wasn't that into Christmas growing up. I I think I saw parts of Rudolph once when I was channel surfing, but I just didn't care for it. She looked up from her popcorn garland to see the entire room full of people. All staring at her. Mm. Her eye, her ears felt hot as she ducked her head so her hair could act a little bit like a makeshift shield. What did your parents do to you as a child? Maggie asked. Lena knew Maggie meant it as a joke, but her words still landed like a punch to her gut. Mm-hmm. If only Maggie knew that she was talking to the sister of a mass murderer and the daughter of a terrorist. The needle stabbed Lena's hand again, but this time she let the blood pool. Blood wouldn't show on the red thread anyways. So Lois comes to her rescue and changes the subject by suggesting that everyone, they pick out a movie or two for them to watch that night. And in another Christmas miracle, Kara gets to sit right next to Lena during dinner and a movie, and despite everyone's good intentions, their little glances are starting to get to Lena, and she steps out for a breather. Kara catches on, and she invites Lena to step outside with her. Hmm. She's like, there's some blankets out there, and if we're lucky, we might even see a shooting star or two.
1: (gasps) I saw my first shooting star last night. (gasps) You did. Yeah, we were stargazing.
0: (laughs) You just said that, and I was
1: like, "Wow!" (laughs) I experienced that for the first time last night. It was so it
0: was crazy. I know. I first saw one at Disneyland. I was like a kid, and I was just like waiting for the like fireworks to start, and I was just like looking up, and I just saw like a shooting star, and it was magical, like literally magical. Yeah. Last
1: night we were stargazing, and mind you, last night was also the first time. Sorry, we it's getting off track. Um, I could actually see the Milky Way, like. Coloration really? in the sky. Oh yeah, because you like lake. there was
0: no light. There was the literally pollution.
1: no light pollution where we were, whoa. and so it was like really weird. And we were just looking, and all of a sudden, phew, whoa! I was like, I was like, did that just happen? Like, was like, yeah, it Weird. <laughs> oh my god, it was great. Anyway, <laughs> hell yeah. So, um, hot
0: chocolate in hand, they step out into the porch. And it is significantly colder outside. And Kara immediately frets over Lena, like smothering her in blankets. And she's like, well, if you could sit, we, if you want, we could sit on the porch swing, you know, for like body heat. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: And, you know, how could Lena say no? So they chat casually about what else but Christmas. And Kara asks, so when did you consider Santa Claus impossible? I don't think I ever believed. Really? Never? My family just never saw the point. My father never went along with the charade, and my mother had never bothered lying to spare my feelings. We never wrote letters or put out cookies and milk. Christmas was just like any other day. And this upsets Kara, not in, like, a pity way, but, like, a genuine sympathy to a child that didn't get to experience any holiday like not even if she was just like well we were jewish and we celebrated hanukkah she'd be like that's sick like not like a what do you mean you didn't celebrate christmas but like nothing you didn't celebrate anything yeah so lena does give kara some sweet memories of sneaking out when it was snowing and having snowball fights or secretly breaking cookies with her brother and they all seem a little tainted now but she still holds on to them dearly it sounds like you two had a lot of fun together yeah he was probably my best friend what happened He died? Oh, Lena, I'm so sorry. It's all right. It happened a long time ago. Lena hadn't realized that she was crying until Kara's hugging her. And they sit like that for a while, and Lena's never felt safer than right there in Kara's arms. So they go back before... They go inside for the night, and Kara asks Lena if she would like to go see the reindeer tomorrow. And maybe take a a ride on the sleigh. And how could Lena say no? Mm Mm-hmm. So, Lena frets, and she stresses about what to wear. She's, like, the CEO of a billion-dollar company, but one day it has her so nervous, and by the time she gets Valid. De- valid. 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 You yeah. know what? I've been watching um Love on the Spectrum lately, mm. and that just has me understanding that everyone feels the same about everything. Yeah. Like, tr- everything. Yeah, like, that's fair. There are awkward moments, I'm like, mm-hmm, been there completely, mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. So, by the time she gets downstairs, Kara is already there talking with Alex. And in a kind of sweet, sad turn, Kara has already prepared some coffee for Lena in a thermos. Other than her secret- Is that, is that how you pronounce that word? Thermos. Okay. Did I say it wrong the first time? You said time?
1: thermos. Oh, man. Like, um, <laughs> oh, man. Is there, is, there, is there different ways to say thermos. that word? Okay.
0: So, other than I her- I wasn't going to,
1: like, make fun of you or anything, oh. but I was just like- oh,
0: I used to work like at or a data? popcorn shop, and I would say caramel, so, like, caramel
1: corn, and people would be like, you mean caramel? Well, like, <laughs> I, I, There's, like, two different ways yeah. to say a lot of different words, I just didn't, I've never heard that yeah. before, so I was like, oh, is that- No, I just
0: fucked up that word. Oh, okay. So, <clears throat> other than her secretary, no one has really ever given Lena any sort of careful thought like that. Also, Maggie prepared- a Christmas picnic, little Christmas picnic. Wow. So, finally, in the backyard is the most incredible sleigh Lena has ever seen. It's a two-seater painted red and green. There's thick furs and flannel blankets that cover the seat. And attached with reins and a harness is a single large reindeer.
1: Mm.
0: And yes, the reindeer is named Prancer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and they have eight reindeer, all with the famous reindeer names, except for Rudolph. There's no poor Rudolph. All the other ones, Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupin, Donner, Blitzen, they're all there. Nice. Except for Rudolph. Rudolph is not there. So, Kara helps Lena into the sleigh, and promptly, she snuggles into the blanket and basks in Kara's peppermint scent until they arrive. And the place that Kara takes her is in the middle of a field. It's barren, snowy fields. And Kara is like, this is the most perfect place to build snowmen. And Lena's like, why? <laughs> this is... Why, mm-hmm. and she's like, it's this it's home to the greatest snow rollers. It's this thing where the wind blows chunks of snow along the ground and they create giant snowballs. And have you ever seen these? I had to look them up because we live in a state that doesn't snow, yeah." This is what they look like. I mean, oh, my God. They look like giant snow hay bales. Oh, my God. That, like, happens naturally because of wind. Jesus. Look up snow rollers if you don't know what snow rollers are because, like, what the fuck?
1: I mean, we live in a state that does snow. We just live in it like a city that doesn't... Yes. We don't don't get snow. And
0: not like a ton of snow either. Like, it's not like in some parts of the Midwest that get like a ton of snow. No.
1: Like, we don't get blizzards or anything. We just get snow. Yeah. Like, my dad's from
0: Michigan and like, he loves to mow the lawn... I don't know why, but he loves to mow the lawn. And every I asked him one time, and he was like, it's better than shoveling snow any day of the week. My dad's the same way. Uh-huh.
1: Because my dad grew up in Alaska. Sick. <laughs> like he- So even worse. Yeah, even worse. Yeah. And he fucking hates yeah. the snow. Yeah. That's why he moved here. <laughs> That's like- why my dad moved here. <laughs> yeah, my dad was like... I- Yeah, snow's awful. That's why
0: basically all of my family—I have family in Texas, Florida, and then like one of them stayed in like Ohio, Iowa, one of those states. But the rest of them were like sunshine. (laughs) So lo and behold, there's these hay bale snow rolls everywhere, which is very helpful to a snowman newbie like Lena. Mm. And with Kara's guidance and a lot of snow, she ends up making kind of an oblong snow. You know, it's not completely round kind of an oval shape Mm -hmm. but you know what good enough and they heave it onto the snow roller and lastly place the little head um on and Kara does do most of the work and Lena kind of just like checks out what she's doing Mm -hmm. the whole time and but Kara does give her the honor of placing the carrot nose eyes mouth arms accessories like all the fun things and Lena gets swept away in this magic that she didn't think was possible and that night when Kara walks Lena back up to the B&B, she takes Lena's hand. I had a really nice time tonight. Would you want to join us for dinner? We'd all love to have you. Yeah. I really think I'd like that too. Lena recognizes the look in Kara's eyes. She recognized it with other women that she's dated. It makes her wonder if Kara tastes like the sweet peppermint she mm. smells like. And she takes a step forward closing the gap between them, and just as she's about to close it even further, her coat falls open, and her pocket thuds against the porch railing, and she freezes, and curiosity has her reaching into her pocket to feel something cool to the touch. Is everything okay? Everything's fine. I just realized how tired I was, and I think I'm gonna go to bed. Oh, um, I guess I'll see you at dinner tomorrow then lena watches her walk away for a few moments before bucking up the courage to go back inside she rushes past everybody to a room and she tears the object from her pocket Mm -hmm. and just like she had feared it's that fucking snowflake ornament she throws it to the ground but it doesn't shatter it just bounces and neatly lands you just made me ruin the perfect date when the sun comes up the next morning lena stays in bed her la- the last night is playing on repeat in her mind. Mm-hmm. She knew that it had been a great day, but that one failed kiss, like, and that one failed kiss shouldn't have hurt as much as it did. But that sad look on Kara's face just wouldn't leave her alone. And it's not like it's real. She was Lena Luthien to Kara. She was just a lonely woman who has never had a real Christmas or a family. If Kara knew the, tr- knew the truth, she wouldn't want her. Mm-hmm. Plus, Lena had to return to National City soon, and she doubted that she would ever have a reason to step foot in Montana again. So she gets up around noon, and she brushes off the speculations from last night from Maggie until they become too much, and Maggie realized that she's kind of crossed a line. It just wouldn't work out. We're from two different worlds. She's a farmer in a small town. I'm a businesswoman from the big city. She cares about making people happy and taking care of them. It's just who she is, and Kara deserves much better than me. Maggie just, like, nods her head. She listens to her, Mm -hmm. and she promptly tells her to get her coat and that they are running an errand to get her mind off of it. And that errand is to deliver and serve food to a local community center. Mm. Lena was always one to go to galas and raise money for these types of soup kitchens, but she's never been to one. It's a good time as any, and Mm -hmm. I've definitely done them before in my past when I was a fellow churchgoer and Girl Scout. Yeah. So, and it did get her mind off of it. You know, she slung bags over her shoulder, carrying a lot of lasagna trays. Lasagna is very popular when it comes to, we did the same thing. I think it's just easy to make a lot of.
1: I think so too. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Um, But when she finally steps inside the community center, her stomach sinks. And these weren't just people. There were children there. Mm. And she almost wants to run away until Maggie pushes her towards the children. Her mother taught her that people like this were dirty, crass, addicts. But to Lena, they looked normal. They laughed and they played. And when one girl fell, her father rushed to brush her tears away. It warmed and pierced her heart. They might not have much, but they have each other. So she meets this girl named Ruby, who is just this whiz kid. She's really bright for her age, and Lena has no doubt that with a brain like her, she can get into any Ivy League. She just forgets how much it costs when she meets her mother. She's a woman who had her at 16 and is not working um. And who is working late nights as a waitress. Hmm. And it's such a weird Hallmark movie tradition to go from this, like, really depressing scene to be, like, delivering cookies. <laughs> like It's one of those, like, commercial break type things yeah. where it's just like, oh, man, I just realized that I have a ton of money. And I just, I don't realize that, like, other people, it means a lot to them. Chocolate chip cookies! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's very much one of those scenes. So she is delivering cookies to Kara, who is playing Santa Claus. She's got a fake white beard and a pillow in her stomach and all. And apparently she does this every year, as Maggie explains. One year she bought all the kids', all the kids sleds just in time for it to start snowing on Christmas Day. Um, another year she let all the kids ride around town in the sleigh. She does this every year <laughs> for as long as I've known her. She'll always be sure that the families have proper coats and shoes for the winter as well as have food and hygiene supplies, but that's all done on the side. Her favorite part is delivering fun gifts like this. The way this little boy lights up when Kara hands him a new basketball or the little girl squeals when Kara places a stuffed animal in her arm- arms makes Lena Hart feel things that she didn't think was possible. Mm-hmm. Lena, are you okay? <sighs> yeah, I'm fine. Actually, um, I think I'm going to go and finish up some things in my room before dinner if that's okay. And just like that, she flees before Kara even has the chance to see her. And on her frantic walk back, Lena comes across a Toys for Tots box that's completely empty. And in this split second, Lena makes a decision that if she wanted to be more than just her name, it was time she started repaying that debt. So she beelines it for the nearest toy shop. I want to buy every toy that you have and donate it to Toys for Tots, please. Oh, uh, I yeah, I guess I'll just need you to fill out a form so that they know who to thank. No names. Say it was anonymous, donor, or something, I don't care as long as they get the toys. And funnily enough, the moment that Lena steps foot outside, her phone starts ringing. It's her secretary, who's been trying to reach her since forever. Oh, oh great, I'm glad you called. There's actually something that I needed to talk to you about. Uh, how quickly do you think L Corp could put together a scholarship fund? Also, uh, what loops do you know of that would involve getting a cell tower built in the middle of nowhere? So the night of the winter solstice is just another night to Lena, but it's the night of celebration to everybody who she's met, and she wouldn't miss it for the world. When Lena spots Kara by the tree, Lena comes to a stop as her heart flutters faster. And through the night, the group sprinkles in questions and comments about Lena coming back next year for more Christmas movies and merry Times. But all Lena can say is that she'll think about it. She can't say anything, think of anything really, except for her company, her investors, her real identity, and if they would ever know, if they would ever want her back, if they knew who she really was. Mm -hmm. The fear turns a little sour when Eliza gives her a gift that night, and it's an oversized green sweater with a massive snowman resting on the center. It's not my best work, but everyone else in the family has one, so I thought it was only fitting that you have one, too. Lena's chest is tight. It becomes harder to breathe, and the snowman becomes blurry. It was too much. She needed cold winter air to shock her back, but it did little good. It felt as if a hole had opened up in her chest, but rather than consuming her like it normally did, this hole seemed to fill her. Was this what Christmas was supposed to be like? The more it overcame her, the further Lena realized that she had descended into tears. Clutching the snowman sweater tightly to her chest, Lena felt as if she could breathe for the first time in years. Kara comes to find her and listens as Lena tells her that her family wasn't like theirs. They raised her to be perfect, and in doing so, they raised her to be afraid of failure. So typically, when I mess up, I run from it. It's just easier for me to ignore and forget, but even though this perfectionist inside me hates that I failed last night, I know now just how much I want to kiss you. Oh, thank goodness. Kara's lips taste just as Lena had hoped. Sweet peppermint. Lena's hands are in Kara's hair, and Kara's hands are on the back of Lena's neck around her waist. And even when they eventually pull apart, they don't stray that far. And Kara laughs, because above them is a single mistletoe. Wow. Teehee. <laughs> Sorry, Kara says. Everyone in this town is weirdly invested in each other's love's lives, especially mine, for some reason. No, no, it's, it's fine. It's sweet, actually. I'm really glad to have stumbled upon this town. It's been more than I could have hoped. And we're just getting started. I have a whole day of activities planned out for us tomorrow, if you're interested. There's ice skating, snow angels, gingerbread houses, and I'm sure we can come up with a few other things. So, as she says, Kara takes Lena ice skating for their first official official date. Mm. And she hasn't skated in years. But she has Kara to help. She lets her take it slow and use her support the whole time. And they do that really cute shit where, like, she's holding her hands and standing backwards that I've seen other couples do and yeah. makes me insanely jealous every single time that I see it. Oh, like, nice. it's just really cute. And they get a few sweet moments until they're met from, with the girl from the community center, Ruby, and her mother, Sarah. Even with the additional company, Lena has a great time. And when they get tired, they leave the rink and Kara and Ruby go get hot chocolate. And as soon as Lena and Sarah are left alone, Sarah asks... Um. Hey, Lena, you're from the big city, so I, I figured you would have more knowledge and insight about this, but what do you know about L Corp? And that's Lena's company. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, why? What do you need to know about L Corp? Well, they called me this morning and telling me that Ruby had been awarded this huge scholarship that would cover tuition and dorms and meals and textbooks to any college that she wanted. And, and honestly, it sounds too good to be true. Ruby didn't apply to anything like that, and so many other kids meet the same requirements as her. it's it's like it's a scam or an attempt at good PR i I know there's been they've been involved in some shady things in the past that past two CEOs were arrested. so you know what's to say that the current one won't follow suit i I just don't want to risk Ruby getting hurt and quite honestly, I don't know if I want her looking up to or be being involved with a business that is corrupt and untrustworthy. Hmm. Sam's words pierce Lena's chest dangerously close to her heart. She's only ever wanted to help, but she should have known better. And the drive back is quiet, except for Christmas music. And Lena just wants to turn it off, but also doesn't want to drive more attention to herself. Kara's more than attentive to know Lena's mood change, but Lena assures her that she's done nothing wrong. And Lena, you know, she's about to tell her everything, knowing that it you know, will all blow up in her face, Until Alex interrupts and whisks them away to another holiday event, and and for a bit, she lets herself be swept up in it, until Kara turns on the TV. With the jury still out on Lillian Luther's trial, many experts agree that the difficulty hasn't been deciding whether or not she is guilty, but what punishments fit her crimes. Considering how harsh Lex Luther's sentence was, the same treatment can only be expected— With both mother and son behind bars, the fate of their company, L Corp, is uncertain as many skeptics wonder how long it will take the new CEO, Lena Luther, to follow in her family's criminal path. Lena? Isn't that you? You're Lena Luther, the billionaire, the owner of L Corp? Why didn't you tell us? Lois is the first to make a move, and she turns the TV off immediately. Lena's heart is pounding in her ears, and her mouth is dry, and she can barely hear them, let alone answer them. And Kara's hand loosens. So Lena decides to pull herself away completely. And she looks at Eliza first. Because not all of us want to remember our families over the holidays. I apologize if I offended or hurt any of you, as that was not my intent. Mm. And she runs, runs away after that. Kara immediately regrets letting her go. None of them care that she's a Luther. They are just confused to the secrecy. But... Lois clears it up for them, telling them about how she's been dragged through the mud these past weeks, her entire life, really. Mm -hmm. And then they learn about her work through Maggie, the scholarship, the toy store, even the cell tower. And Kara can't help but feel pride. This is her girl. That was a line in the thick, and boy, oh boy, that line, Mm -hmm. every single time. Even if Lena's ashamed of her last name, she has a humility that makes Kara only love her more, and she needs to see her now. She hears soft sobs through the door, and as soon as Kara calls for her, they stop. Lena, I know you're in there. Please let me in. I'm not mad at you. I can't imagine what you've had to go through with your brother and now your mom. Close family like that is supposed to make you feel safe, loved, but you've never had that. You deserve that. You're so beautiful and kind and gentle and generous. You have the biggest heart of anyone I know, and your laugh, I could never hear enough of it. And you care so much, and you're strong. You're the strongest person I know. You deserve so much, Lena. You deserve so much more than I could ever give you. But I'd really love it if you gave me a chance. Hmm. And it's just silence for a bit. And Kara still stands there until the lock clicks and the door opens. Lena peeking out from behind it. Can you ever forgive me? There's nothing to forgive. They lock themselves in Lena's room, and they forget about everything else, and they probably would have done that the whole night if Kara didn't see that damn fucking ornament. She drives faster than she has ever had in her life, and she has one thing on her mind, and that is that she's going to kill Clark. It's one thing to rig seating arrangements and hang mistletoe, but this time you've gone too far. Clark and Lois look up from their newspapers. Kara, what? What are you talking about? Don't act like you don't know. I can't believe you would meddle in our lives like that. Do you have any idea what you could have done? Explain this. She snaps, and a white snowflake ornament appears in Kara's hand. In red ink across the center, it reads, May all your Christmas wishes come true. Why are you looking at me like I'm that?
1: confused. You are? Yeah. About what? The ornament?
0: I'll explain it in a second. Okay. <laughs> Clark recognizes this ornament and Kara's pissed. Pissed that her brother had the gall to mess with her love life and tries to explain that that wasn't their intention, but she would love to know what part wasn't. That Lena would come here, that she would have feelings for Kara, that Kara would fall in love with her, but it's not. So they explain that this is a make a wish ornament something that he and one of the elves have been working on for a while it's just a prototype and it's something that lois told him to try on lena first
1: Hmm.
0: win came to us with the idea a few years ago it's the same concept on wishing on a star except it's an ornament and it's fueled by christmas magic and i suggested it the past few years with her family and running a company she's been going through hell she's somehow kept her good heart through it And though she deserved at least a chance to be happy, the last thing we expected was that it would bring her here or that you two would. (sighs) Yeah, sure. This is great and fine and dandy. But Kara knows exactly how Christmas magic works, knows that it'll run dry by the time the sun sets on Christmas Day. Then Lena will snap out of it and tell Kara that it was all a mistake and then leave to never come back. And this is where her kind brother steps in and tell her that that's not going to happen because Lena didn't wish for love or a girlfriend or even a relationship. He flips the ornament over, running his thumb over the back to reveal a single word in the same red script. Family. We plan a lot of things, but there are some things that the Christmas magic just plans on its own. Did Lois and I attempt to push you two closer together after noticing a spark? Yes, but we didn't use any magic. So you're saying... What she feels for me is real. Mm. Kara, you and I may be able to use Christmas magic, but that doesn't give us any kind of power. What she feels for you is genuine and true. Really, the thing you should be wondering is
1: how she'd feel about marrying Santa Claus. This came out of nowhere. Okay. I also don't watch Hallmark Christmas movies, so I don't know where this, <laughs> else, where this <laughs> they have gone. They
0: do have a trope in Hallmark Christmas movies where, like... It's the son of Santa Claus. I don't think I've ever seen Uh, Santa Claus, like, actually, like, a Tim Allen Santa Claus type of situation. But they do have a type of Hallmark Christmas movie where it is the son of Santa Claus. So,
1: in Hallmark movies, is magic often... Yes, for sure. Yeah. I was not aware of this, so as soon as you were like, the magic, Christmas magic, I was like, where the fuck are we? Surprisingly,
0: there's a lot of magic in, like, Hallmark Christmas movies. There was one that I watched that was about twins no 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 no. it was about a woman who was like a business person and like she lied all the time she lied Mm. to her niece about like being at her thing and so she wished on you know something happened where she just got cursed or made a wish or whatever and she couldn't lie like that was just it she couldn't lie at all and there was also one this year where it was a guy who was, like, a, a business-type dude who, like, had a family and everything, mm-hmm. and he was trying to chase a lead, and he was like, man, I wish I had gotten that one lead years ago, because I would have already been in the position I wanted to be in. So, of course, he tells that to a man who looks like he's dressed up as a Santa Claus, who is really Santa Claus, and makes a bit about a boom, Christmas magic, where he goes back in time to show him, like, what would happen if he actually made that deal years ago, and he would have never had his wife, he would have never had his children, and, like you know they have to find ways to come back so like yeah there's a running theme of like christmas magic and hallmark
1: christmas movies i was not aware of this okay this makes much more sense yes it just kind of came out of nowhere. And I was like, what is happening? It's magic. Okay, I understand now.
0: Honestly, what took me off guard is Kara being Santa Claus. Because I thought yeah. it was going to be Clark. Yeah. And I thought she was, because they do have this whole thing where it's like Mrs. Claus. And she's like, why does Mrs. Claus have to be married to Santa Claus? Don't they know about cousins or siblings? And I was like, oh shit, she's Mrs. Claus. But like, no, she's Santa Claus. Okay, everything makes a the lot one, more The sense. one trope of like, Christmas movies in general, because I won't say it's just Hallmark Christmas movies, is like the Christmas prince kind of shit, where it's like normal, normal American girl goes to some foreign England country and like marries the prince there. That's like a wild trope in Christmas movies as a whole. They did it in Netflix, they do it in Hallmark, they do it in Hulu. See, like I don't,
1: I don't consume Christmas meat. Like it's so really
0: wild of this like trope of like marrying royalty as like a, uh, just a regular american girl who just like goes to small european country and has royal prince fall in love with you okay. question mark All right. not my favorite i will have to say but yeah christmas magic is a running trope gotcha this person, I know reading this fic, knows all about how my Christmas movie is. Because they good. have those, like, tropes. The one thing that they didn't have ticked on the list is, like, going to find a Christmas tree themselves. Uh. Because I will have to say, that's a- in a lot of movies, do they go and, like, pick a tree out? And, like, every single time, they have, like, a different tip of picking out the best Christmas tree. They're like, you have to crumble up the pines and smell them. Or you have to, like, stick your fucking face directly into the tree. And it's, like, some weird tip. And it contradicts every other movie about, like, the best tip to find the best Christmas tree. Christmas tree <laughs> so like that's the one thing they miss but like snowmen and Christmas movies and like decorating and, like that they all check 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 yeah nice. and then like secret Santa Claus so like here we go mm. so Kara needs to tell Lena Christmas is fast approaching and it's gonna be very awkward when Lena wants to spend Christmas Eve together and Kara suspiciously has to go to work so it doesn't make it any less nerve-wracking that Kara tells her you know they need to talk, and that's you know when you go like, "Hey, we need to talk." Like that's like a thing that you're like, "Oh, oh God, no. I thought yeah. I thought this was going well." Yeah. <laughs> like that kind of thing. Kara tells her that she's been hiding a part of herself too, and Lena's like, "Hey, it's okay. Like I'm here and I trust you. I'm I'm a Luther. Like I don't scare easily." And she's like, "I just it's." Lena, I'm Santa Claus. And I read that sentence and I typed it out and I laughed out loud. Like, that's like such a, I get it. I love Christmas. That's just a fucking ridiculous sentence. (laughs) Like, such a ridiculous sentence where you're just like, I'm Santa Claus. And you're like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, okay, not just me exactly. Me and Clark, technically. I mean, there are 8 billion people, so, I mean, there's gotta be two of us. He runs the workshop, and I do pretty much everything else with the people and the magic, and Kara, stop. (laughs) Just stop, I get it. You're still mad at me for hiding my identity, and (laughs) you should just really stop, because it's starting to hurt. And Kara's starting to panic because this is not how it was supposed to go. Like, maybe she was going to laugh in her face or be like, you're ridiculous. But being like, you're actively hurting me right now is like, this is the worst possible scenario. Mm -hmm. So she does that ornament snappy finger magic trick where she like shows the ornament and then she like tells lena about her past christmases and just lena's not buying any of it and she's like please lena i i I know that your favorite christmas gift was the heat gun that turned bread into toast your brother lex he gave it to you and that was your favorite christmas since it was the last one before he changed and lena is frozen solid because no one not even lex or her mother knew about that she's like how dare you i thought you were different that you actually cared I apologized, and you said you forgave me, and I believed you, but now you do this? Please, Lena, I'm telling the truth. Just leave. Now. And I don't want to ever see you again. Lena doesn't sleep that night. She turns and throws off her sheets, and she cries. Lena cries, and after a couple of hours, she stops herself, because Luthers don't cry. She shuts her emotions off. Logic rules, and Lena's logic is telling her that Kara is just playing a cruel joke on her. But a small part of her wants to believe Kara. I mean, it would explain all the mail and her somehow always knowing the perfect gift and all the weird shit those kids say to her. Mm-hmm. And Maggie catches her right before she leaves. And they may still be snowed in, but Lena's determined to get out of North Pole, Montana. Maggie does her best to get Lena to stay. But, you know, when she realizes that there's no stopping her, she's just like, can you drop something off at Lois's on your way out? And yes, even Lois tries. And I thought. You know she would have a shot since she's an award-winning journalist mm. that like she's like santa's real and you're just like you crazy fucking bitch what are you talking about and it's just like hurting lena like even more and she's just like just stop the santa gag has gone on long enough and it stopped being funny a long time ago now it's just beyond cruel why is it that you always assume that everyone is out to hurt you lena because usually they are. Shall I show you the scars? My brother left a few of them, including one from a bullet. But what reason has anybody in this town given you? We treated you with love and care and responded, and you responded in kind, didn't you? Or was Ruby's scholarship really just a PR ploy? You're unbelievable. I'm pretty believable, actually, and so is Santa Claus, especially considering you've met both of them multiple times and experienced several first hand accounts of Christmas magic yourself. This This fucking ornament that has been the bane of Lena's existence from the beginning is the first thing that makes her start to believe. It's in her pocket again, and according to Lois, it will continue to follow her until her wish is fulfilled. It's not fair. Every other kid got a happy Christmas with gifts and stockings and families. If Santa were real, why didn't I get a chance to be happy? I wish I knew. But I can promise you this. This is your chance to be happy. You just have to stop trying to fight it. Lena cries with thoughts of her mother, the games, the scolding, the shame, all of it. Memories of her brother and his prison garb, his violent outbursts. But the heat gun, playing with her in the snow, teaching her how to play chess, feelings of watching boring Christmas movies, drinking popcorn, and wrapped in the arms of another with the whole group. It's okay to be happy, Lena. And in that moment, there was only one thing Lena needed to be happy. Can you take me to her? When Lois finally pulls up to a yellow wooden farmhouse with a wraparound porch and a red barn out back, Lena immediately wishes she had been on the drive for longer. Lena has never been more nervous in her life, worried that she's broken everything beyond repair. She doesn't expect Kara to forgive her. I mean, she like she literally shouted in Kara's face and like rejected her fully and was like, I don't want to ever fucking see you again, bitch.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But despite all of these worries, they melt away the moment. Lena sees Kara. Kara doesn't say anything when she sees Lena, just stares at her, both trying to figure out what to say. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for how I reacted. It wasn't fair to you, and I never gave you a chance to fully explain. It's just, I know it's no excuse, and I'm not really used to caring about people in my life, and I'm not really used to people caring about me, but then I came here, and it was different. Suddenly, I wasn't a Luther, just Lena, People set a place at the d- table for me, decorated a tree with me, and even cleared a place on the couch so I could watch movies with them. For the first time in my life, I wasn't alone, and as terrifying as that was, I wanted more. I wanted more of you. You were perfect, and much as I hate to admit it, the entire time I was just waiting for the other shoe to drop. So when you told me, I just assumed the worst, and I acted out, and I'm sorry. It's okay, Lena. Lena. No, it's not. I hurt you, and I didn't listen, and you deserve so much better from me. Lena is suddenly wrapped in sweet peppermint scent. There's no one else I'd rather have. And it's going to be a process between them. Obviously, Lena lives in National City, and Kara is Santa Claus. (laughs) But as Lena looks over at Kara in that iconic red suit, Lena knows she has never been more sure of anything in her life. And that is A Christmas Wish by Aspen Forrest. Of course, how everything, every fic I do, there is an epilogue. Mm-hmm. So go read the epilogue. It's really cute. It's set a year later. It ex- describes their relationship and how they do it and more fun things. And they have really cute things like Lois is pregnant and the like with Santa baby <laughs> and the other two are engaged and they're married. It's so cute. It's yeah. so cute. It It's literally the perfect like Hallmark. Like this person knows Hallmark or like at least Christmas movies because they had like tropes and they had like the things that were like yeah and gay Christmas gay Christmas,
1: gay Christmas. this was for the Christmas. girlies
0: <laughs> marry your flannel wearing Santa Claus <laughs> it was very good I liked it a whole lot okay. it was just sweet like and it was just like Christmas of just like giving and like being with people you love and like people who love you and like I just love Christmas i know you do i just love christmas <laughs> it's my favorite <laughs> time of year and
1: I, I don't love anything more than christmas dude oh my god i love it so much I know. oh i man. know you love christmas i know
0: i hope you like it <laughs> i did it was this cute. is really i love everyone who listens to the podcast i want Maya to like christmas so much I know you do. You deserve to like Christmas, dude. <laughs> to be excited about like hot cocoa and like tiny mugs shaped like snowmen and like hanging up lights and like decorating a Christmas tree and like watching uh, The 25 Days of Christmas on Hot Free form. like. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I get it. You like to be hurt. I am just begging you, please. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> begging you. <laughs> Your last fic went extraordinarily well.
1: I'm asking one thing. Me and the girlies like being hurt. No. (laughs) Plus, sincerely, not it was just like yeah, peak fiction. So good. Very good. Yeah, but but I understand the Mm -hmm. wanting to be happy. Mm -hmm. It's just Christmas wasn't that for me growing up. Sure. Not, not, like, in any, like, traumatic mm-hmm. way. Just
0: We, like, liked Christmas when I was a kid. I don't think we did anything, like, spectacular. Like, we might have gone up to see the snow, mm. like, once a year. Maybe once every two or three years or whatever. Yeah. But it really wasn't until my family went through some, like, hard things when I was, like, in college. Like, beginning mm. of college. And that was, like, really rough. I just went through some shit, like, my freshman and sophomore year of college, and then, like, after that, I was like, I am just going to do the things I love to do and be with the people who I love and who love me and, like, show them I love gift-giving. Like, gift-giving is the way that I show love Mm -hmm. personally. Like, I, of course, I love physical touch and, like, acts of service and like be like spending time quality time but like there is just nothing better to me than like watching someone open up a gift that like you searched for and like finally found the perfect thing for it's just i just love it like and i get like i get not doing that because i know a lot of people like don't and i understand your point of like People should be kind and caring
1: and giving all year round. Yeah, and the, it's not like a. It's it's just the older I've gotten mm-hmm. and the more I've learned about my family mm-hmm. and the more I've realized my family dynamic. Mm-hmm. As a kid, I've just realized like oh, mm, but that's like a personal thing. Sure. And that's like for my therapist, <laughs> and not for the not for the podcast. So it's fine. It's it's you know. Yeah, I, I get it. I'm I'm not a Grinch. Mm-hmm. I'm not a Grinch for mm-hmm. Christmas. Like. If people are having fun, I let them have fun. Yeah. It's, I will participate. We did in ch-
0: Miss last year.
1: Yeah. Like, I, again, I participated yeah. and I participate. It's just like, I'm not overly mm-hmm. Christmas. Christmas! Like, I've never been overly Christmas. About mm-hmm.
0: I get it. I'm a little disappointed, but I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. I have oh, got oh,
1: shit. I know. Okay, I've got bags of whatever.
0: Listen, I, you're allowed to be disappointed that I don't want to read your sad fix.
1: Yeah, that's
0: fair. And I'm allowed to be disappointed that you don't like Christmas. We have our flaws, <laughs> right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Trust me. Okay. i got
1: flaws.
0: Thank you guys so much for listening yeah. today. I hope you're ready for this. We have a startlingly busy wrap-up to the year. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> we have... Obviously, we're going to be putting out our regular episodes. Um, we are foregoing a author interview this year to do our Q&A. Yeah. So if you guys want to submit questions s- for a Q&A. send us
1: some like last minute questions. Fuck yeah. If you sent questions already, send more. If you thought of more. Yeah. By the time this comes out, <clears throat> you're gonna have about a week. Yes. To send us any remaining questions yes. that you may or may not have.
0: Absolutely. So and then we're gonna be doing our thanks miss stuff, which we'll post about our social media, uh-huh. um, the ideas that we come up with. Mm-hmm. And then um, we're gonna be taking two weeks off um, for the holidays and to spend with our family and each other. And yep. taking a break. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to need a break mentally before school starts. So. Yeah.
0: So, but startlingly busy, but then we'll come to an end and do it all over again. We Woo-hoo! are almost done with this year, and oh that is God, that's shocking to me. Like, this year has been, felt like it's gone by
1: so quickly. I've forgotten most of it. Like, I'll okay. look through our episode dialogue yeah. when I put the edits up, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I did that? Yeah, you did. Sydney did that? Yeah. We interviewed that person? Yeah. That's
0: crazy. Like, it feels like we just started this yesterday. Like, literally. it feels like it was just January, yeah. and we were, like,
1: just buying shit. I still and, like, remember going onto that Google Doc at 3 a.m. and typing <laughs> shit names for the podcast. And then I woke up the next morning, and I was like, this is it. But Maya literally put the name together at, like, 3 a.m., and I was like, I Maya, that was the most genius thing you've ever done. I was so tired out of my mind, and I was like, I just spitballed, like, five <laughs> names, and I was like, all right, I'm done, and I closed my laptop, and I woke up, and she was like, this one, and I was like, It's this. Really? It was it's like, this. that one? And she was like, yeah, and I was like,
0: okay, it's <laughs> this. all right. I also remember the night that we stayed up and, like, made a Twitter, an email, a Tumblr. We, like, emailed so many people to create the art for our, like, thumbnail, like, everything. We stayed up so late doing all of that shit. And now look where we are.
1: Dude, time is not real. Time is not real.
0: Time's not real. But thank you guys for listening. Yeah. I hope you guys have a good Christmas. I hope you had a good Thanksgiving if you live in America. Yeah. Or a good Thursday.
1: you live everywhere else. yeah happy holidays happy
0: holidays guys just
1: just be careful also if you need a good laugh go on to side talk if you've ever seen that oh my god it's like um it's just coney island tiktok sick they they are so (laughs) unhinged if you have tiktok even if you don't go on youtube and look up side talk i think it's just s-i-d-e-t-o-k okay they are sick they put a smile on my face uh, fuck yeah they're all about the christmas spirit mm-hmm. and i you know i'm here they're they're unhinged in a great way fuck i don't yeah. think those men would ever do me harm Fuck yeah <laughs> do i think that they could fuck someone up absolutely <laughs> absolutely <laughs> uh, okay but thank
0: you guys for listening we are mm-hmm. wrapping this year up thank you for being here if you've been here since the beginning yeah. if you've joined us recently we mm-hmm. appreciate you so deeply and so incredibly. That you're here, especially if you're listening to our endings, because our endings are so fucking
1: up. <laughs> like, they are not endings. They're <laughs> just our continuations. I think maybe next year we'll go into, like, pre-recorded stuff, Yeah, so we we'll, don't have to do this we'll, every time. We'll see what we're going to do. We'll see. Whatever is more time efficient for me, <laughs> since I'm going to be taking 21 fucking credit hours. Well, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it, we'll it out. But
0: in the meantime, follow us on TikTok and Twitter and Tumblr and Instagram. Uh, um, if you have fanfiction recommendations, or if you want to send us questions for our end of the year Q and A, send that to canonicallyincorrectpod at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, if you guys want to donate money to
1: our thank, thank miss, miss campaign, we. Don't have a page set up for it yet. We probably will by the time this we episode comes We probably will. We we still need to talk about something. <laughs> you can go, or you can go directly to the ThinkMiss mm-hmm. website and direct uh, and donate directly to the mm-hmm. news story campaign. Either way, go donate someone. Good name. Yeah, like, they're doing some really good stuff yep, over yep, there. Yep. Yeah. Rate, review, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on
0: Spotify. Spotify. Um, have a good holiday season this Happy year. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, no matter what you celebrate. Yeah. You Eat some
1: good food for me. Eat some fucking great food, dude. Make those Christmas cookies. Make, Make that those Christmas cookies. House. Do whatever you need to do. Fuck Celebrate. yeah.
0: And um, tag your fix accordingly. Donate to AO3. I'll see you guys next time. Bye! Bye.